That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. Caitlin, what's your favorite thing to say after someone sneezes? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You will all understand why we're laughing so hard in just a minute, because Caitlin, what are we talking about today? We're talking about those damn allergies that we are all afflicted by right now. (laughs) Oh my God. Has spring sprung in Salt Lake City? Yeah, I wore a tank top on a walk the other day. I have a sunburn. Do you want to see? Oh my no God. See, but look at that. I stood oh outside God. for 20 minutes yesterday and I got a sunburn. Wow, I'm damn. Rude. It's rude. Well, you know what I'm really mad about as far as, sun- I mean, I love some sunshine. Don't get me wrong. But I was yeah. went skiing the other day, like spring skiing, <laughs> which was fun. And I had, you know, SPF 40 face sunscreen on and it's like the nice stuff it's like super goop and and I had like a face mask on for half the day and I even reapplied like I reapplied and I still got myself some like sunburned rosy cheeks and I'm like I don't know what else I can do do I need to put it on every hour so that made me mad no let's be reflective you know (laughs) yeah that's true you get like you're getting light from all angles so what can you do um also I do want to like other side note, you might have noticed that Caitlin told me to shut up after I sneezed. <laughs> and I don't know where Caitlin and Ryan got this, but when I was staying with them, anytime I sneezed, Ryan would just like yell, shut up. Like even if it was from another, like I'd be downstairs on the couch and then I would just, and I would sneeze and then I would hear Ryan up. yell, shut up from. So um, <laughs> thank you, internet, because <laughs> this was something we saw. It said, other things to say when someone sneezes besides bless you. And it was like, gesundheit, salud, shut up, fucking stop. (laughs) (laughs) And shut up really resonated with me because I hate when Ryan sneezes. It like makes me jump out of my pants. (laughs) It's not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. I have like a kitten sneeze. Like, yeah, some people have like really scary sneezes. I sound like, I sound like princess peach when I sneeze. I've been told it's very cute. cute. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's very high pitched. Um, really raises Lauren's my soft a cute palate. Sneezer. I really am. You wouldn't peg me as a cute sneezer, but I, I really am. You're like right. Caitlin's I obviously wouldn't. a cute sneezer. <laughs> Clearly. Like I some don't people know. just are. I don't know. But anyways. But anyway. <laughs> so hi, welcome. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. This is the snack break where we're gonna talk about seasonal ad- seasonal allergies. <laughs> zoom tight on my words and we're gonna we're gonna dig into how you can nutritionally intervene on some of these because seasonal allergies are annoying um so but before we get into that hi i'm lauren i am a climbing coach and certified personal trainer and i'm here with my lovely co-host caitlin i'm caitlin and i'm a certified nutrition specialist and this is 
an episode that's probably long overdue. So I'm sorry if you've been in allergy season for three weeks and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. For some of us, it's just like we have allergies every season. So it's I all think of that's the times. me. I'm soft. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So cool. Well, before we get into that, we have our lovely testimonial of the week. This is one of Caitlin's clients um, and this client wishes to remain anonymous. But here we go. So this is what this client had to say. Caitlin didn't shame me for my former eating habits. Instead, she worked with me to incorporate healthier options into my current diet to improve it. It made it much easier to build healthier habits this way. I'm also beginning to see food as a tool for improved mental health. I have more energy and I am eating more veggies and protein. Wow. Look at that. That's wins all around. (laughs) Wins all around. Seriously, like across the board. Damn. Well, that rules. Thanks, Caitlin's (laughs) client, for sharing that. I love that. Okay. Yes. Hmm. All right. So, Caitlin, allergies. What's your, what's been your uh, worst? A- I have a good allergy story, but what's yep. your favorite allergy story? Um, I don't know if I'd call it favorite, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's one that stands out in my mind that was just the <laughs> worst allergy day. So remember that place we brought you to that was snowy and we were completely ill prepared? Correct. Yes. Okay. Correct. So remember that it was on like a very exposed slope and in the summer months or even March, like April timeframe, the spring, the whole hillside is lined with junipers and pine (gasps) trees. Beautiful. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) Because so last year we were walking around, all the flowers were out and all of a sudden Ryan hits one of the trees and it's like this cloud of green yellow smoky pollen oh my god we both looked at each other in the midst of the haze of pollen and we were like oh no and then no the rest of the day I mean I went from being totally normal to a completely stuffed up like mucusy mess sneezing constantly we had to leave because it was that bad like it it totally ruined the day (laughs) oh my god I didn't even know that could happen it was really shocking yeah hitting hitting a juniper with a crash pad during peak pollen season good luck I I thought you were gonna be like and then a bunch of bees swarmed us and we like (laughs) ran out like it was a cartoon nope Oh my nope. god. Yeah, and it's really awkward to try and blow your nose when you don't have a tissue. So I'm just gonna say that without going into detail. Wow. Put um, tissues you know, and maybe in your bag. <laughs> may, I think handkerchiefs are a little gross. I'll uh, admit. I'm not I afraid would to say have it. preferred that over nothing because you can imagine what the options were. <laughs> so Did you just sacrifice like a sweatshirt? Nope. It was a, a rocket launch situation. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. My story is definitely not that graphic, but it is <laughs> funny. Um, okay. So my, my allergy story is that on the day of my wedding, um, we were, you know, I got married at a botanical garden. So lots of flowers. It was, it was fall in Ohio. Yes. Caitlin was there. It was a lovely day um, as you would want your wedding day to be. 
But like, you know, there's all these like nice flowers. Um, and our photographer's like, oh, go like stand by this like purple flower bush. And I'm like, of course, Uh-oh. the purple flower bush will look great. And my dress has like a V cut in the back of it because I got a flex on them, even when I'm walking down the aisle. Obviously. <laughs> um, obviously. Literally paid extra money to have the back be deeper um, because of <laughs> who I am as a person. Um, and then I like back up against the bush and then we're like lining up, you know, like with my bride brides people bridesmaids and everyone and uh my friend olivia goes lauren what are all these red dots on your back and i was like what no (laughs) so like it did go away in like five or ten minutes but i did have like a mini rash from like backing up against this buzzy little bush um and i was like i was like i hope i don't just like have polka dot back for all these pictures (laughs) but it turned out to be fine um but yeah it was really funny and so that was weird i don't know i think i just had i don't couldn't tell you what happened maybe wedding magic just fixed what should have been a horrible rash but pollen's gonna pollen right Pollen's gonna pollen so but you know what? There are some some really cool strategies <laughs> to make that... it not suck. Yeah, no, I yeah. feel like allergies are always sneaky. You like forget they exist until you roll up to somewhere with like a new thing you're not used to. And I don't even know if that's how allergies work. But you yep. know, you like, yep. it's, it's yeah. And then you're like, oh, I feel terrible, and I forgot that I had allergies until literally right now. So yeah, well, yeah, I'm allergic to any. I'm allergic to outside. I'm allergic to inside. So basically, I'm allergic to the world. Um, but I have over the years figured out some helpful strategies for myself. But I've done a lot of research naturally in the nutrition world to see how mm. I can help myself and figure out some good options because I'm I'm tired of allergy season. Like that's a, a really big season that kind of sucks for me usually, but not this year. <laughs> no, you got it dialed. Okay, so first thing we want to talk about is should climbers quit climbing during allergy season? What is your opinion on this, Caitlin? Big fat no, because Good. they weren't going to anyway. <laughs> they weren't so. going to. They were going to mucus and snot rocket their way through it anyway. Yep. So, but I, I definitely think that there are a lot of good options that you can apply. And of course, nothing is an overnight fix. You know, I start my allergy meds in January mm. to really beef up my immune system um but you know there are things that when done over time can be really useful so i think okay we're ready yeah so my first question for you is this can you explain what allergies actually are and why we get such horrible symptoms (laughs) as the seasons change you know what what is happening here Yes. So, (laughs) so those things like your runny nose, those itchy eyes and ears, maybe it's a scratchy throat, or if you're like me and you get really, really tired from all of that, it's actually your immune system responding to those foreign invaders. So even though over time your body will start to identify those foreign invaders, it basically wants to prevent them from getting into your body. So that's where you'll get mucus secretion to kind of house those things or inflammation to try and prevent it from going further, maybe coughing too to, you know, physically get rid of it. And then histamines are also released in that immune system process, which can also contribute to those symptoms you're feeling too. Huh. 
Is there okay? I feel like sometimes when my allergies really suck, I get headaches too. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> it could possibly be from that uh, sinus, like nasal pressure. Mm. It could be from the inflammation or excess mucus production. Okay. So it's possibly related to that. I know a lot of people with allergies maybe don't have watery eyes, but maybe they have dry eyes too. Mm. So it kind of just depends. But I get headaches too during allergy season. It's all not great <laughs> does this is also a dumb question but i'm just like thinking of it no logically. dumb questions <laughs> yeah right i see i said that to someone today um but so does mucus secretion kind of dehydrate you a little bit too could that contribute or not really just because it's watery and you're secreting it so it's <laughs> actually a really good question i don't <laughs> I, off the top of my head, I would probably say you'd be, <laughs> you'd really have to produce a lot of mucus. For yeah, that I'm to like happen. probably the. <laughs> I just think as an engineer, I'm like mass and energy balance. But yeah, yeah so. I mean, it, honestly, maybe I think that like think about when you take a decongestant and it's mm. intended to loosen up your mucus. You have to take more fluids in because to be that able can dehydrate to, you. Yeah, so maybe totally. that there's something there. Honestly, I've never looked into that. That's a great question. <laughs> yep, just using my kidneys over here. All right. <laughs> also, that's a joke that I make that doesn't do well on podcasts because usually I'll say using my kidneys and then point to my brain because <laughs> it's funny for some reason. You but no one else can see that. you, so yep, you're not so funny. Great Good night. job, audio medium, Lauren. <laughs> Why do you keep forgetting that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so perfect. All right. So are there any foods that we should be perhaps avoid? Like how can our nutrition impact or help our allergies? I guess is the real question here. I didn't yeah. even know that it could. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. So I actually didn't know this either until I started digging into it. And in grad school, I had a an immunity class that taught us all about the immune reaction and what's happening with allergies, both seasonally and more of like a food allergy. And I was so surprised. I was actually like, oh my God, I've been doing these things for so long. Like no one ever told me that if you are allergic to ragweed, you should not drink chamomile tea. That what? is just, I, I know. It's why. It's, because it's related to the ragweed family, it can be oh, a really similar. Up. It can act the same in your system. So it has a very similar effect, which is kind of just rude. Mm. <laughs> is there a so. way, like, how do you, because I think for a lot of people, maybe you just, the seasons change, something happens, and all of a sudden you're sneezing. Is there a way to tell what your allergies are specifically so you can't, like, is the only way really to just go get allergy tested or? Yeah, I would say allergy testing would be a good first bet. Like, as a kid, I was really allergic to a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, and I got a ton of allergy testing done. They did the old, like, scratch test on me and it was yeah. kind of brutal. But I'm allergic to, like, everything outside. So, for me... <laughs> Knowing that, that <laughs> yeah, it's not great, but knowing that chamomile or ragweed specifically is an issue for me, 
Chamomile is something I avoid in the winter months. Or, mm. Oh my God, that's wrong. I avoid it in the summer months when ragweed is out and I have it in the winter months because I know that ragweed is not out. And so far that's been a good way to balance it for me, but it's really sad because I love chamomile tea, like iced chamomile before bed. Oh, Big sad. Delightful. So, You're right. Are there but, any other foods we should watch out for? Yeah. So what you're looking out for are high histamine foods. And to be honest, you could find a lot of these when you do like a quick Google search. Um, There are a lot of good resources out there. And I'm not going to list all of the foods here, but some of the big heady, heavy hitters that I tend to steer clear of during allergy season, which I can see your face. I agree. This sucks. But (laughs) Fermented and aged foods are hugely high histamine, um, cured meats, and then pickles. No. (laughs) Shout out Kelly Lutz. I know. Our pickle girl. Pickle girl (laughs) in crime. So (laughs) I will say that, you know, things like alcohol too, and there are a lot of foods that could be on this list as well, but it's not that you have to avoid these during peak allergy season. It just means to become aware of some foods that can have a high histamine effect in the mm. body because it could exacerbate your symptoms. So if you're like, okay, mm. I'm, yeah, what's up? I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So from my gathering of this over the last five minutes, to me, I have inferred that a histamine is some kind of immune particle that our body releases as a response (laughs) so when you say high histamine foods do the foods literally have histamines in them or are they foods that will exacerbate your body's response to release more histamines a little bit of both interesting so wait how does cheese have a human histamine in it well it's not a human histamine but it can so mm-hmm. it's aged, okay. right? So it, it yes. has mold technically. So oh. that could be part of that process. So okay. it can have a high histamine effect, but also okay. it can be histamine containing, if that makes sense. Wow. So Whoa. I know it's, Whoa. it's really shocking. So like if you Wait, are at the where does, <laughs> so do like, I mean, I assume animals have histamines, so that would be how histamines would get into, like, a food with animal byproducts. Yes? Hmm. That's Sorry, I'm just like, where What are where are these so, things coming from? It's more <laughs> so, so, like, look, think about the, the process with some of them that I named. So, like, alcohol, fermentation, mm-hmm. aging, curing, and okay. then pickles, pickling those all have an aging process. And what's really weird too about like, this is another example. Um, Your cooking methods and your food storage method can also impact the histamine content of your food. So for example, freezing your leftovers might be better than keeping it in the fridge because it can increase the histamine content. Weird. <laughs> I it's know. So weird. Okay. So it's, little column A, little column B. So some of these foods are like going to increase your body's histamine response and some of them already have more histamines mm-hmm. in it. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. there are low histamine foods. I won't list them here, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to lower your histamines, if that makes sense. So got it. Okay. It's, 
helpful just to be aware because if you know that you have really severe allergies and you're like, what the heck? Like I'm, I have my beer every night and my allergies are really bad. And -and so-and-so at the crag doesn't have allergies, but they eat the same foods as me. Like it could be maybe your allergies are, are just worse. (laughs) Okay. Rock on. I love this. So as far as things we can do, so it sounds like very clear, certain foods are better to avoid than others. We got to watch out for the histamines. Have Hopefully, you listener, the word histamine is not lost meaning to you since we have said it about <laughs> 50,000 times at this point. Yup. <laughs> I'm like, histamine, histamine. What does it mean? <laughs> Nothing. It doesn't mean anything anymore. But okay. So what are some of your favorite ways to get through allergy season what are the so we've we've looked at the things we can avoid what are the what are some of the things we can do or we can add so my favorite thing to recommend and the thing that I do a lot during allergy season is to use a neti pot so rock on a of all how do you feel about neti pots because I know a lot of people are very polarized on this topic (laughs) I think when they're good like it's good but then I also get really (laughs) I have, like, a really irrational fear of brain amoebas. Mm, Welcome to my psyche. Um, Not yeah, irrational, I'll be honest. Yeah, okay, and if you don't know what a brain amoeba is, just go look it up. I'm not going to I'm not gonna give away my... You'll somewhat... never go to a swim park ever again if you right. look this up. Yeah, just <laughs> go look it up. Trigger warning that it's triggering, especially <laughs> if you like doing water stuff. Um, we're not going to talk about it, (laughs) but that's, that's my avoidance of neti pots. And also when I was like little and I had bad allergies, my mom would like make me use them. So I never was like, you know what I'd like to do is shove some fucking water up my (laughs) nose. You know what I'd like to do? I was always like, you're you're going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so funny you say that because that's also why Ryan won't use a neti pot. Because when he had jaw surgery, like, a decade ago, he had to do that as, like, a way to blow his nose. Because <gasps> otherwise he would uh, would be Break bad. Break his jaw? Yeah. <laughs> or just, Christ. you know, like, collapse your sinuses, which minor, minor thing. Um, so, all that aside, though, I think if you don't have some trauma associated with neti yeah, pots. The neti pot has a lot of baggage for some of us, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so I, as a rule of thumb, will only use, uh, I'll use bottled distilled water okay. and I make sure I heat it too. So it's kind of like okay. double dosing double it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Don't ever do from your sink because that's uh-uh. just not, yeah, not yeah, good. Recurry um, up in this bitch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Um, but I'll add like, if you read the directions always, but It'll say like how much salt to put in, let it dissolve. And for me, I really like this because it helps reduce the inflammation in my nasal passageways, but it also helps loosen some of that gunk up so that you can, you know, breathe. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I yes. really, really like the neti pot. I think that it's a helpful tool and I, I wish I used it more, but it's something that I think for me gets the process of it gets in the way of me doing it every day. So Yes, that makes sense. Rock on. Last question. For those of us with uh, weaker guts than others, 
Um, and I don't mean your abs. I mean the more internal ones. Yes. <laughs> um, can your gut health impact the effect that allergy yep. season has on you? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's about that immune response, right? So if you have, let's say, a gut disorder, you have leaky gut, or maybe mm. just poor microbiota diversity you might actually feel like your allergies are worse. And there have been a lot of cool studies on this recently with probiotics and making sure that your gut has what it needs in terms of like um, yeah. cell and lining health, but also the release of enzymes and the process of absorbing nutrients too. Like if your gut is just a little bit off from any number of things, then that could certainly impact how severe your allergies are. So that that's a, a big, big topic that I talk about a lot with my clients, actually. So Oh, wow. Lots of overlap hot, there. Hot damn. Also, <laughs> I just want to say that I know I just made a Marie Curie reference, and I can't she <laughs> She invented pasteurization, right? Uh, no, I think it I'm was, like, um, Louis Pasteur. That's, that's why it's what called I, pasteurization. That's what I just thought in my head after I made that joke. So anyways, I know Marie Curie didn't do that. She did some other stuff. She's a real she badass. Did, uh, radium, right? Yes, she did. Yeah. This isn't a history podcast. Okay. <laughs> Don't get your information for science or history class here. Yeah. Science this maybe isn't... you should. <laughs> Yeah, but I also feel bad as a fellow woman of science, obviously much less accomplished than Marie Curie. I feel a little shitty. Louis Pasteur <laughs> pasteurized, but Marie Curie would know that germs exist. So boil you your fucking water. It... <laughs> no. I thought you were making jokes about brains, but I guess no. she, she didn't die from brain-related issues. It was about, you know, like radium poisoning, <laughs> which yeah. is no joke. That's yeah. a different kind of allergy. That's Yeah, that's that's called bad. being a human being that isn't Superman. Okay, all okay. right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we will just wrap this up here. Um Caitlin, before we close this out, do you have anything fun or exciting that you I want to tell the people do. about? Ooh. If this episode or snack break was something that really intrigues you and you know that you have allergies and it's something that you are kind of frustrated by I mm. have a solution well Wee. you know reading's not going to help you all that much but <laughs> <to> do it <laughs> but do it so I have an ebook it's brand new and it drops today if you are a listener it drops tomorrow for everybody else so you get in first and get the uh -huh. information and it includes a full list of the foods that are high histamine, low histamine, cooking methods and storage methods that can impact your allergies. It also goes into more detail about what's happening and who could be more affected and why. So it's pretty, pretty packed full. Um, you can get that. Of course, we'll put this in the, the show notes, but I love this ebook. I feel like it's really helpful. It's just the everything nutritionally and lifestyle wise that I've found to be useful. And I just wanted to share it with the world. Hell yeah. Yeah. Don't have a bad climbing day because of your allergies, especially yeah. when resources no like this one <laughs> exist. So yeah, so, I think that's great. Oh, what awesome. do you have going on, Lauren? Ooh, let's see. So on the day this episode is being released, I am excited to say that 
all of the app conversions of my training plans are well underway um Woo! and i'm doing i'm doing a fun thing uh to kick it all off so i will be putting out a survey to get your feedback on what you want to see in a training plan um, in an app so this is helpful for me i'm asking questions like do you want maintenance training after you finish your 12-week training block like what kind of things do you want to see with the strength training do you want more barbell or do you want dumbbell just things like that so that I can make these plans both customizable and useful and make them exactly what you want and need so all these plans already exist but I am upgrading them and putting them into the app and I want your feedback as I do that um and there's also some fun bonuses if you fill out the survey so you'll see the details on those nice inside of the survey but yeah get open that up um there's I'm doing some raffles it's gonna be a good time so the link to that will be in the show notes what she want or what they want so make sure you fill it out so she can actually you know yeah I want this to be (laughs) dope and exactly what you need. So I'm going to dopeify. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> eat I'm gonna dopeify these training plans. Another thing I want to mention too is as these app plans come out, I will still have the um, downloadable book book versions available. Um, but if you do want to have an app pl- the opportunity to get a really good deal on the app plan, but also have a book plan that you can keep forever and you snag one of these plans before the app plans come out i'm doing a really good deal for anyone that already has um copies of my self-guided training plans so it's gonna be cool so if you're like i want it now i don't want to wait um (laughs) you can grab one of the existing programs and then you'll have the opportunity to get a really good deal on the app plans when those come out so all that's in the show notes it's gonna be really fun lots of big things happening um yeah i'm just very excited to put these upgraded things out so We'll link to all of that in the show notes, as always. Um, other things, if you don't need a plan or a book right now, but you want to support us, you can always support us on Patreon. We love getting the help. It is great. Um, and as always, review the podcast. Share it with your friends. We had a record-breaking month in oh, yeah. March. It was sick. I want to break the record again because it's fun. And we had, I think it was about just, I think it was like 70 400 downloads in March and I just wow. I want to break 10k like I want to break 10k downloads soon so like tell your friends and let's break another record here in April so absolutely yeah. let's do it all right yeah well let's wrap it. it up there all right, all right. I'll talk to we're you under soon, 30 Caitlin. minutes we're under Look 30 minutes well until next time keep, keep it, it average a two <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad, bad joke. (laughs) That was great. (laughs)